thank you for joining me. <laughs> thank you for joining me for another broadcast and a special presentation. I know it's been some time. It's a lot happening around the world, as we can see, or Earth. And wow, there's so much happening. We're going to get into it, of course, off a faith-based perspective on all this and how we can uh, navigate and not only just survive, but thrive um, to hopefully witness humanity thrive and grow and not out of oblivion. So I open up in prayer. Um, this is a word of prayer directly from scriptures. May the favor of Adonai, our God, be on us, prosper for us all the work that we do. Yes, prosper the work that we do. Of course, God alone, and uh, praise be to the Most High, Elohim, God. God alone is in control of our circumstances, and we must know this. You know, man plans his course, as the scripture says, man plans his course, or humanity plans his course, or human beings plan their course, but God orders his steps, Proverbs 16.9. Yes, God has given us free will so that we have complete control over how we respond to our circumstances. Our circumstances may be out of our control, but how we respond, that's what we're in control of. Our thoughts, our feelings, how we react to certain situations and our circumstances are ordered by God. And once we know and trust in the sovereignty of the creator of all life, seen and unseen, well, we can begin to navigate successfully when, of course, we keep his commands. In scriptures, it details us what the whole purpose of life is. People have written books. There's been thousands and thousands of books written. What is your purpose in life? And the scripture clearly says what our purpose in life is. is to love Arunai, to listen to what he says, and to what? Cling to him. Cling to the Heavenly Father. Cling. Cling. Hold on to. Be in union with. This is what Jesus taught. To be perfectly one. He prayed in John to be perfect for us to be perfectly one. Those that have been called, those that have been dragged out of the darkness, to be perfectly one. Who experience the light of the truth. To be perfectly one with in Christ and in God. There is one body and one spirit, one God, the Father of all, who rules over all, works through all, and in all, as the scripture states. This, that was in the Ephesians. <laughs> but his power is working in us. His power is working in us, in his children. His power is working in us. And is able to do far beyond anything we can ask or imagine. You know, a lot of times on this broadcast, um, I mentioned about pick your team, choose wisely. You know, you're either on a uh, you know, team that's serving the most high and it, it being obedient to his commands and love out of that love because uh the creator of all life, seen and unseen, whether you want to believe it or not, you could believe in an ape, you could believe whatever, everyone believes in something, 
It takes the same amount of faith to believe that there isn't a God to believe that there isn't. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole and have a whole full-fledged discourse. I'm talking to pe people who recognize that there is a power greater than we are, greater than of all life, seen and unseen, okay, that is spirit, that is love, that is life. And there is an adversary, a testing adversary of our souls that we can come in agreement with and begin to serve Team Evil Baddie. And Team Evil Baddie is in complete and utter rebellion. And the whole campaign is to get humanity to self-deconstruct self itself. The, 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 the whole campaign is to, through these minions... Uh, is to destroy humanity and we could see this happening in real time like a whole humanity being being altered a whole humanity being rivaled a whole humanity being diminished and weakened when we have full potential and where can we experience that full potential where can humanity experience their full potential that's under assault well where we can experience that full potential is with the source of all of, of our of our breath of every one single person breathing on the face of the earth every breath is 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 comes forth from this living spirit the one true living god the one true god the only god the only elohim i am adonai there is no other besides me there is no god i am the one who made the earth I created human beings on it. I, my hand, stretched out the heavens and directed all their number. And that's taken from Yesha Yahu, Isaiah uh, 45, uh, I think verse, verse 5 and then uh, verse 12. We got to understand this. That. There is a sovereign creator. See, this is all the, we see all the chaos and all the disruption and all the painful things that, that's occurring and all the suffering happening on the earth is happening because we have stopped fearing God. People think they're getting away with it. And it may seem like they are. They're doing harmful, hurtful things to, to, to others for their own self-centered gain. And they've been going on about this. And it looks... Like they're getting away with it. And many people may be in agreement and say, well, they are. But if you don't face judgment here on earth, you will face judgment from the Most High. You cannot escape the judgment and wrath of the Most High. And when we are in sin and active and open disobedience, we are facing the wrath of God. And thanks be to the Most High mercy and favor that he has redeemed us and offered us the ability through Christ Jesus to be reconciled the righteous one through the righteous one be reconciled and restored fellowship and our humanity completely reanimated into a restored reconstructed identity we have adopted our sonship and I just want to express that as in unity we become sons and daughters of God into this holy heritage which is our heritage from our birthright we take on our birthright our birthright is restored in Christ Jesus the the seed of the woman has crushed the head of the serpent and we know from scriptures 
God wins. We know that the almighty creator of all life wins. Wins what? Wins us back into alignment with his will. Wins us back into restored fellowship. Defeats evil. Off the, oh, eradicates evil off the face of the earth. As, as his creature. You know, because people go about thinking that they're God. As creatures of the living God that are extensions of that one life that we we are from. We have an obligation. And in free will, we have an opportunity to live our best life now. And people say, oh, well, these people are going around. They teach about their best life now. And all this stuff. Well, I want to talk about this in genuine sense. Living your best life now is being united with the one true living God. Being one with the Father. Being one in Christ. Abiding in the branch. Abiding in the vine. We are, even he's the vine, we are the branches. We, we are connected in unity. Unity is important harmoniously reflecting the attributes of our heavenly father and being obedient to his commands and his commands is simple love the lord god with all our heart soul mind and strength and love our neighbor as ourselves to treat others the way we like to be treated now there's a lot happening around the world we see the shamatians all this happening a lot is going on we see people just at their breaking point we see all over the world the the farmers. The farmers are raging against the op oppressors, and we can see throughout scriptures that the Most High is displeased with oppression, those who oppress others. And in fact, this is our command. And this is a direct order not to oppress the poor, the widow, the fatherless. And um, we at the people. Um, all around the world seem to be rising against against what? Well, this this um, this tyrannical rule, <laughs> this almost um, campaign to bring back monarchy and bring back suppression of the human population, and it's cruel, it's vicious, it's satanic. Why are Farmers around the world standing in solidarity with a tiny country in Northern Europe. We had, we just seen uh, 40,000 Dutch farmers or so took the, their tractors to the streets to protest their government's proposal to, to, to eradicate the industry, really just take it over. People's lost their um, families' uh, land that they have held in their families. They're being confiscated. They want to reduce livestock. This is all manipulation. It's all about control. Control, control, control. Control, control, control. We know the enemy comes as a thief to steal, kill, and destroy. But what did Yeshua HaMashiach say, Jesus Christ say? I have come to bring life and life more abundantly. Those who embrace life. Those who want humanity restored. Those who are using the breath that God has given them to do good on the earth and not harm. Well, 
they're standing up for their fellow men and their brothers. And they want to work in unity to have mutual benefit. We can achieve this. You know, we're offered these two paths. You know, this path of tyranny where you chip like an animal and you walk around uh, just in servitude or eradicate or come to, to, to be some type of cyborg or some type of plaything what whatever whatever it is and we see the guy stones destroyed and i talked about babylon has fallen 2.0 but i'm going to get to that in a minute but the fact of the matter is is that and that wasn't that wasn't a message from me within okay that is a revelation babylon we know through scriptures will fall again we see the image in daniel depicted it's completely and utterly destroyed by the Most High. Completely and utterly destroyed. And people speculate when that will happen. But we want to just be that ready-made bride, prepared. Prepared to peacefully rise up for our God-given rights. And we see that happening worldwide. And, we, and, and the audacity, the cruelty of those who hate the Most High and His creation. His natural creation. Who can escape the wrath of the Most High? Once the Most High has declared judgment, once the Most High has declared his wrath, there is no escaping it. it. It doesn't matter how much ancestral wealth that you have. It doesn't matter how long you've held your wealth. The Most High can destroy it in one day and less than a second. I'm telling you right now, people must be prepared to see their maker at this point. People must be prepared to see their maker. called getting back what you sown it is reaping season it's reaping excuse me it's reaping season whatever you sown well you just get your own deeds back we see this in scripture this is law this is the law this is the law now, I know we have faced much suffering, much pain. And this is our daily mission. To be obedient sons and daughters of God. To be the light and salt of the earth. For those who want to travel down that path. If you want to travel down the dark path, then your, your path is darkened, darkened and you're headed to destruction that you yourself have imposed upon you. I just heard about a story about a very talented, beautiful um, young, wom young woman um, who was um, uh, just in, just in, just had such such promise, right? Beautiful, talented woman, and completely self-destructed. And I want to get to that self-destructive mode. I'm going to come back to that story because I want to get into this. And I got into a little bit. I got a little fiery there. Um, but, see, I think we don't get it sometimes. Yes, the Most High is a God of the um, 
creator of love, of compassion, and he invites us into that. He, he invites us to experience that love because God is love, as scripture says, as scripture says. God is love, so he invites us into that love, and we can experience that love. We can experience that peace. We can experience joy. We can experience shalom peace that surpasses all uh, understanding. When everything around us is, seems like it's crumbling apart, we can have that peace that emanates from our creator to get through circumstances, to get through the storms, to get through, to get through challenges, to get through the ups, the downs, and the turnarounds. We, 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 we experience that when we're sustained by that strength. The Most High becomes our sure tower, our, our stronghold, our refuge and strength. And we're not dependent just on our own abilities. We're dependent on a power greater than we are. We're dependent on the, the living power of God, the power of the Most High. As, he, um, as it says in scriptures, not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, says Yahuwah Sabaoth, Yahweh Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts, the Lord of spirits. So we, we can get it wrong, though, by not fearing the Most High God, following after our own our, our own desires, do it our will mentality, thinking that we're the creator of all life, seen and unseen, walking around like our stuff don't stink, rising up on a high horse, having a stiff neck and a haughty look, then we're headed for a downfall because that's exactly what, the, this is not me saying, this is what the scripture says and that's our standard. It said pride comes before a fall. When I talk about Babylon is falling, 2.0, when I talk about it doesn't matter how much your security that you feel with the, with the great wealth that you have it, um, and how it all could be taken away. And you can say, oh, my gosh, how could you dare say that? This is scripture. Our security is not in our wealth. Our security is in Christ. It's not in wealth. That could be taken away just like this because who controls it? It's the most high. It's the most high that's permitted you to have that great wealth. And now what are you doing? Because you're going to be held accountable for it. We all are. What do we do with what he has given us? With, with the very little that we have or the very great that we have, what do we do with it? Do we help the poor? Do we help the widow? Do we help each other? Do we be kind? Did we, were we giving? Was our soul being obedient to his commands? What were we doing with our lives? What are we doing now for the generations to come? Are we murdering and slaughtering them in the womb like a disease? Or are we, we letting human development grow? be able to let them thrive and grow and be more responsible with our action are we doing all we can to save the life of the child before we have to surrender to the will of god are, are we really doing all we can to be innovative to help humanity thrive and grow are we putting up roadblocks to stop innovation to, to keep humanity suffering in a pit of despair for our own financial gain what are we doing here on earth and what kind of earth are we are we leaving? Now, I came across a piece, and forgive me, I don't know the details. There's a TikTok thing about, um, and I, I'm not on TikTok, I just read an article. There's a TikTok thing um, on with, uh, there's a number of disturbing things. But in this particular thing, this AI replicates, you know, different uh, art pieces now. They can do art now. Okay, so it's art, right? Um, and it depicts the human humanity in the future. Oh, and it's just so horrid. You see this horrid depiction. You know, 
our depiction of humanity. And it just reminded me of this path that we could take, you know. And also what scripture says is, you know, we, we in scriptures it talks about the great day of the Lord. You know, I, when that day is. You know, people talk about the rapture. And I went into this a little bit before. And I know it's, it's a controversial issue. And I'm not going to get into a uh, theological debate. I'm just going to state this that, they, of course, as some people have come out and they have conveyed to the public, and some people were unaware of this that rapture, the word rapture is not in the Bible. People piece together different passages to support this this teaching or doctrine. But I wanted to um, also point out to people. Okay, I'm not going to get into all that and my my views on all that. Other than we could be in agreement that we have to be that ready made bride. We have meaning that we have to be obedient to the most high in his commands and be prepared okay for what he has in store for those who believe for those for, for his righteous ones we have to believe in that that means really have confidence and assurance in that and but there is more scriptural support and actual wording for the great day of the lord the great day of adonai the great the great day the great day the great 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 day and it's a day of is a day of judgment and it's and, and it's really fierce and it's nothing, nothing to, nothing to, to, to just roll your eyes at. It's really serious. And when that day is, but we, we want to be ready. You know? Are we? Are, do we really believe? Do we really believe in the power of God? Do we really believe in it? So they want us to eat bugs, and I think it's worse than what a phrase that was uh, traditionally said um, by the former monarchs, and this was in France, you know, let them eat cake. And it was just a response, you know, and really, um, you know, com uh, speaking <laughs> as a response to, uh, it's not laughable, but it's actually pretty sad, but it's, uh, you know, being told, as the history that she had told the peasants had no bread. So her response was, let them eat cake, which is a, like, this luxury food when you translate it to French. It was during the French Revolution. And so that was a response to, to the starving, the starving peasants. The starving peasants or the poor, the commoners, were not understanding the plate, actually. So it's worse than cake because cake is actually like an edible, understandable food. Okay, let them eat this luxury cake. And like her, maybe you could say, What? What are you talking about? Let them eat cake. What does that mean? What does that mean? Let them eat cake. And it's like a response, like, What? It could be like viewed as like, That's very dismissive. Like, just let us eat cake. Like, you're so, you're so much, you're eating so much pleasantry, luxury food. That you're just being so dismissive as as if every poor peasant person can get this luxury cake. So obviously they can't get this luxury cake. I don't know what, I, I'm sure if people have heard this or circulated as a rumor throughout time, let them eat cake. And people um, deconstructing that comment, if it was actually made, let them eat cake. And what did actually, well, there's something far more worse than let them eat cake. That, that stood as a test of time. This has been usurped. I just want to say um, this comment of let them eat cake has been usurped. That was a little bit more like, oh, can be viewed as, um, um, you know, cruel. Whoever said it, 
And it may not be let them eat cake. It could be oh well. It could be so what. It could be words like um who cares. We're on top. We're we're special. We're gods or something like that. It could be something like that. It may not be let them eat cake. But like I said, it's been usurped by let them eat bugs. Okay, I think that's worse because I actually dehumanize people into some kind of like like some type of creature. Like let them eat bugs. And then they think you're so stupid. They get celebrities out there for classical conditioning, psychological main framing to like associate a celebrity with what they want you to accept or a product that they want you to congest, uh, ingest, excuse me, which is bugs. Okay. And psychologically you associate, oh, I like that star. Oh, they're eating bugs. Oh, I want bugs now. That's so stupid. It's really dumb. It's a dumb, dumb thing. Check your ingredients. I mean, at this point, what we need to trust the living God, and I'm going to get to that. We need to be bold. We need to be strong. We need to be strong. We need to be bold and know that we're not going alone. When we're protesting and people are, are expressing themselves peacefully, and I want to add to that, when they're, they're utilizing the Constitution, especially in the states, to um, promote their God-given rights, is knowing that especially people in faith, we're not, we're not in this alone. We have the power of the Most High. When we're dependent of the Most High, He goes before us, behind us, He's with us, He's in us. And we have yet, just like in Yahusha, Joshua was going into the promised land, going into Canaan, taking the land for His people. We have in the scriptures, in chapter 1 of Joshua, Yahusha, be strong, uh, be bold, for you will cause the people to inherit the land I swore to their fathers I would give them. Be bold, be strong. Ha haven't I ordered you? Be strong, be bold, so don't be afraid or downtrodden because Adonai your God is with you wherever you go. And when you, and as believers in Christ, we know that the Holy Spirit of the living God is within us. The Most High is within us. The creator of our soul. Who do you think your soul comes from? Because we're more than just this biological being. And you can check out my other broadcasts when I go into that a little bit further. Um, uh, our body, soul, and spirit. So we're more than just our biological body. And believe it or not. And so we have the living God within us through Jesus Christ, believers in Christ. We are pure, is pure, holy, and good. Sanctifying us, purifying us, transforming our hearts, removing the pride, stripping us of our pride, our ego. We become humble servants of the living God. We begin to take our attributes of our Father. We begin to operate in our birth weight, which is to be made whole in the likeness and image of our Father. People are follow following their Father, evil baddie. He's a murderer and a liar from the beginning. So this makes perfect sense. Let them eat bugs. Like I said, let them eat bugs is now replaced by, um, let them, it, it, it replaces let them eat cake. That was the most, that was in history, like, one of the most 
hearing that in in history and learning and I is learning history and learning let them eat cake I was like wow how dismissive and then we have the French Revolution and people speculate that there's books many books written on that and everything like that but what I want to say is if the people had enough you know they did they just had enough and they wanted people want freedom they want to be able to be free and I know there's other countries that's even more oppressive there's more there's countries even more oppressive than um others um when I say oppression I'm not talking I'm talking about throwing people in camps they don't agree with the state and everything like that and America is the last beacon of freedom on earth that people flock to it but of course <sighs> infiltration not invasion so of course these are tyrants i call them oppressors um because they're being oppressive they're willing to hurt and harm other people for their own gain um they look at other people as low as worms to be crushed and so called we're counted as sheep to the slaughter the scriptures say this is no this is this is a war between the seed of satan and the seed of the most high our birthright in Christ Jesus, the sons and daughters of the living God, okay? And, uh, of course, now I go on about this because I have a faith-based perspective and I understand people don't believe the same way that I do. Or um, others. And um, at this point, we have to recognize the common ground that we share um, because... There is a threat upon all humanity. And I believe the truth doesn't need defense. It doesn't need aggressive campaigns to force people to in extrinsically follow along with whatever it is that I perceive to be the truth. Because the truth is irrefutable. It's, um, the truth is always there whether we want to accept it or not. And it doesn't need actually any defense. Um, so that's why my stance on it. And other people, um, I don't have to make you believe in anything. I believe the Father calls who he calls to his spirit and the, to the truth. In the light of that truth, he has his messengers and that's that. But when I say common ground, the common ground is that of our own survival. And collectively coming together to in love, which should be a unifying factor. Loving the Lord God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and loving our neighbor as ourselves. To be in that unity of love, which is a command of the Most High. In love. In love to see humanity thrive and grow. To see the earth prosper and not decay into a, what a nuclear waste dump. Um, is um, coming together so we can have a productive, prosperous future. Um, this is the other path, the path of um, uh, where the people have rights. <laughs> it's called human rights. Of course, they wanted to start a humanity. Right? Prioritize everything. You know, you will own nothing and be happy. Well, what, if it, what happens if what you have imagined for humanity comes upon you? Maybe the Most High would, in his judgment, make you own nothing and then try, then your test is to be happy about it. 
like you lose all your ancestral wealth or all all your wealth and then you have to learn to be happy like happy with that maybe that would be like the the um the turnaround of your deeds like the harvest that you must eat you know like the, the, the generations after you have to have nothing and then you have to learn how to be happy with it because you 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 this is what you that the curse that you brought upon yourself that came out of your own mouth from your own imagination who knows you know god knows everything sees everything he's the judge not me i'm not the judge but we have to be careful what we imagine for others may come upon our own heads that the wicked get caught in their own net that's what i'm basically saying when we say types of things like this when we we imagine harm we're going to get back harm to ourselves that's what i'm trying to highlight by making statements like this you know when we are we willing to swallow that ourselves are we really are we willing to indulge in that type for ourselves if the answer is no then we shouldn't imagine it for other people some people may philosophize in their mind that that's the case but really deep if we go deep it, it is not something that um people would prefer for themselves um having humanity reliant on a few small group of billionaires and bureaucrats is 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 troubling because what the people lose is their freedom um another aspect what we're facing it's it's to turn humans into tradable investments like commodity like almost being chipped and i when i say chip like cattle i literally mean being chipped like cattle like being chipped like an animal they have already the technology you can chip your cat you can chip your dog you can find out where they're at if they get lost something happens i'm just saying being chipped being trapped being treated like a commodity you already have branding. That's a word that's kind of, you know, it's like I'm just saying I have to brand myself and I'm marketing my, my, my own being. And, you know, what I'm trying to say is can we transcend this? And I believe, yes, if we t- return to our living God, yes, we can transcend this this dark night. That's how I would refer to it because it's like a living hell. Um, when you have a small group amassing ownership of natural resources and production and labor and and they think it's going to be a utopia. They're going to live high on the hog and they're just going to celebrate together and they're just going to continue on doing what they're doing. And I'm here to let people know of a wake-up call is that it's not going to come back to you as a utopia. It's going to be destroyed like the guy stones. You're going to be falling down. You're going to be you're going to be totally eradicated off the earth. You're not going to have the 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 turnaround from that is not you can't put out evil and expect good back and even if you do have time on this earth to celebrate your great destruction that you've caused great harm to other human beings you have judgment of the living god to face and some people don't believe in that my hope is that more love the beauty of love um people will be more kind and that's happening now now, I'm saying all this, and people are facing a lot, and we're going through a lot, and I just want everyone to know that does care and listen to the broadcast or tune in for the first time and say, what the heck is this? 
yes, I'm in relationships because this all that matters is the is the pinnacle of all relationships is love and our and meaning God Almighty. Okay, um, the Creator of all life, seen and unseen, the Great Spirit. Okay, that dwells upon the earth, Creator of all life. Everything emanates from everything you see. Every if we reduce it down to the smallest particle of everything that you physically see with your own eyes or aware of it it emanates from this one life one life so uh we we have a choice to to recognize that or dismiss that or try to reason that away with the reason that the most high is given and it's only by the grace of god that we have even the reason that we possess you know people have great talent instead of using it for good they're using it for evil but of course okay i talk about good and evil this dichotomy you know all the time I talk about good i talk about evil because it exists in this world that people have given themselves over to doing what's evil and and what is on not, not right and i'm telling you to tell you they're going to eat the food of it if not in this life it's the life thereafter and um we're going to begin to see this and know that those who have bear bear good fruit are we going to will begin to see the fruit of that good work a lot of the times this has to come with exposure you have to expose the darkness so um you're exposing the darkness to see what's really there so you can see and navigate your way around um if it's like you enter in the dark room with no light you're gonna fumble you're gonna fall all over the place you need that just a little bit of light just even just a little bit of light can help you navigate through the room but you need to see what's there so we're, we're exposing the darkness the veil is being rolled back secrets are being unveiled and you could say a new age of revelation all this the age of secrecy is ending the age of keeping a secret and not being transparent you can see this even happen in architecture this is my view um you can see in the past decades that in architecture there's been a pull towards um uh open concept where people enjoy open concept and in less compartmentalized sections of the home they want to see more openness before the 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 kitchen was isolated and normally when women were home and there was one breadwinner and and the woman maintained the family home and children and everything and um they would be you know kind of isolated from the rest of the house and then we had the living room you know everything was just every every room had a door so it's just like a you could say a space of uh, of secrecy of you know not necessarily transparent you see now more than ever oh no i, I want an open kitchen um whether they're home or not i want an open kitchen uh um I want to. I want to see the kids. I want to see everything. You know, open concept. You know, we have open spaces. Maybe still doors on room in certain rooms, but just open, open concept. So, to me, it's a shift. Humanity is taking where, um, people of transparency, of being more transparent, of being more open, of secrets being exposed, things held in secret coming, uh, the truth of it coming out. The truth is now, um, prevailing on the earth and lies are being dismantled and we'll begin to see more dismantlement of lies and it is a prayer it is a prayer and i hope you agree with me in prayer and praying against the lies against the deception um against counterfeits against those wearing a false mask and i know this was a little bit long and it's longer than i thought it would go on but i i wanted us to be to trust because we hear a lot of things happening especially in the states you hear about recession you hear about different 
um, disturbing, kind of troubling situations economically occurring, and this is happening all around the world. We see, we with Sri Lanka, and we see, we we see different places. Or like to, told you, great shaking upon the earth. And when we turn back to our living God, just like in scriptures, it says, "If my people that I call by my name humble themselves, pray, seek my face." Turn from their wickedness. I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sins and heal their land. And that's our prayer that we will we will have our land healed. When we turn back to living God and and the Most High, what is saying in scriptures? I will heal them. Um. That we ought to trust in the living God. That is faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I'm talking about having real confidence and assurance in our God and the power that we have in Christ Jesus. We know those saints that have gone before us that suffered and died for their faith and confidence that they were serving the one true living God. And they were uh, in the wilderness, early ecclesia, the called out ones, the assembly, those followers of Mashiach, the followers of the anointed one, the prophesied davidic king that they were waiting for that was freeing them spiritually that was crushing the head of the serpent spiritually for them and then now we see this physical manifestation of 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 happening all around the world with people in christ jesus perfectly one completely one taking back territory taking back territory as sons and daughters of god in that sonship living out their lives bearing good fruit that means good deeds that means righteous deeds that means deeds that help people not harm people that means bringing more love upon the earth and this even goes to certain pe people giving pos certain positions of power here on earth of authority to be held responsible for that and that want to see their nations thrive and grow to have restored sovereignty, to have bilateral peace and m mutual uh, benefit between nations. This can happen, and we could be unified to eradicate evil, real harm. And, and of course, we have different places around the world that have their own style of governance. But I'm talking about Uniting in a common purpose to do a common good, not just talking of that. Now, I you can say, well, what about this or that already there? That I'm talking about a genuine aspiration, not an underlining bait and switch. I'm talking about a, a real deal, unified effort. Um, while diversity is maintained, because there's beauty in diversity. We can have unity in diversity. Believe it or not, that. There's so much unity with exposure to different cultures, different traditions, different ways people eat and not be such of a blending pot that we, people don't have their own national identity. I think there's beauty in, in maintaining your national identity. And people can, and I'm not I'm not a supremacist or something like that. And again, you need to stick with your own race and all this other stuff like that. God has you the most high um, purpose for you is to be with someone outside of your race. So be it. Some people are just already the most has, has drawn them to somebody of their own ethnic group. So, you know, their own ethnic group or whatever that God has purpose. So God is in control of all that. And so uh, that's my stance on it. You know, 
what I'm trying to talk about national identity is a region where you're from, the region where you're from and maintaining that. And you can't have a region if you don't have borders and you can't have a country if you don't have borders and you can't have a country if everything is being diluted and then it begins to change because everybody has their own ideas. Look at what happened in Rome. I'm just saying. Um, so Rome crumbled from within, you know. So, hey, you, you, you look at history, it teaches us. And we want to be uh, <laughs> in the arc, right? Like on the side of team winning. I don't know about you, but I like to win. And I don't like to lose. But hey, it happens sometimes. You know, we lose some battles. You know, that's the truth. The war says right in scriptures, we haven't lost. We won't lose. And it's already been won. So that's confidence we have. Um. So in Deuteronomy, the word, um, when we have the Most High bringing his people into the promised land, you have Mose as his mess as the Most High's messenger of God, the servant of the Most High, speaking to his people what the Most High wants his people to know. Adonai brought you out with a strong hand and redeemed you from a life of slavery under the hand of Pharaoh, the king of Mitzamim in Egypt or Egypt. From this you can know that Adonai your God is indeed God the faithful God, or Elohim, who keeps his covenant and extends grace to those who love him and observe his commands to a thousand generations. But, but, he repays those who hate him to their face and destroys them. I wanted to highlight that. But, he repays those who hate him to their face and destroys them. He will not be slow to deal with someone who hates him. He will repay him to his face. Therefore, keep the commands, the laws, the rulings, which I am giving you today, and obey them. Obey them. I just want to say that just in case this is the word of God. How can we um not end up like falling flat on our face and like facing the wrath and judgment of God? You know, in scriptures, it details us like how can we follow through on this righteous path and not kind of get ensnared in a dark path? Well, the scriptures just right there. It tells us in the scriptures, it tells us like what to like watch out for. It, God clearly tells Adonai clearly tells us um. So when you enter the land, this is what the Most High told his people. When you enter the land, Adonai, your Elohim has given you, you are not to learn how to follow the abominable practices of those nations. And let's get into some of these abominable practices, shall we? Um, there must not be found among you anyone who makes his son or daughter pass through the fire. Oh, that's like human sacrifice. Okay, check. A diviner, a soothsayer, an enchanter, a sorcerer, a spellcaster, a consulter of ghosts or spirits, or a necromancer, um, someone who communes with the dead. Um, for whoever does these things is detestable to Adonai, and because of these abominations, Adonai your God is driving them out ahead of you. 
you must be wholehearted with Adonai your God. For these nations which you are about to dispose, listen to soothsayers and diviners, but you, Adonai your God, does not allow you to do this. No, we're not allowed. We're supposed to seek the counsel of the Most High. You want to know about what's going on in your life? Seek the face of the Most High. You want direction? Seek the face of the Most High. You want to know what, what to do, when to do it? Seek the face of the Most High. Be led by His Spirit. He's close to you. He loves you. And now, in you, not just with you, in you. Most High said, the, the Most High conveyed through Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ, that the kingdom of God is within you. You know, my hope is that we have the mind of Christ, that we have one mind, that we begin to display the attributes of the living God, of love, of peace, of joy upon the earth. And yes, as we wait for our heavenly home, we must begin to bear good deeds and good fruit upon the earth and do what's right and participate. Because some people are saying, no, just back down, shut up, stop talking about this or that, you know, don't ha you don't have to be around you don't have to be around of what's happening governmentally, you know, just sit back, you know, just preach Jesus and the word and I am all for that. I'm all for the scriptures i am all for gleaning from the scriptures learning there's more that i still need to learn okay i'm not on a high horse here i am just a traveler here i'm just a messenger i am just a pilgrim okay i am just you know learning and growing and maturing i'm just a person that was caught out of the darkness on team evil baddie and now i'm serving team jesus and i'm team <laughs> team love and um not team hate and team darkness and team demon i'm t i'm trying to serve team jesus and walk on a righteous path not the dark path and i'm trying to encourage all of us to follow that light and follow that love and follow that peace and follow going to paradise you know but we can have experience of heaven right here if you say that's not possible i'm like have you read the scriptures yes we can experience that right here i know we have to suffer because we have a we live in a broken world a fallen world filled with sin and we also have to be chastised because that's how god shows us our love it's chastisement it's not fun discipline is not fun racks any child has had a spanking in their young life or got got talked to because they weren't they weren't they're were being disrespectful or they're doing with in your own life when you're just not doing right you're not doing the right thing or you're doing something dangerous and you had to be corrected you had to be disciplined it's not fun but it's necessary and it, it helped mold your character. And many people have very upstanding characters of integrity because they were taught and trained as children, disciplined and chastised. That's love. And sometimes it's tough sometimes to have to discipline your cute little kid. But, you know, you want you see their potential and you want them to be uh, a better human being. Also, when they're out there in the world, they're representing you. They're representing your family. They're representing your family line. They're representing. So I think any parent wants their child to demonstrate, uh, be of noble character instead of embarrassment character. And a character to bring shame to your name. I mean, and then also that um, uh, <laughs> the thought of just protecting children in general, your child. You want to protect your children or child from harm, from people who want to just harm them or ravish them or do terrible things to them. You, you protect them. We want to indoctrinate them into something you don't agree with. You're going to protect them. Darn right you're going to protect them. You ask any parent. You ask any mama bear. They're going to be out there for a full stop. You know, they really love. 
their child and they, they want to protect their children. They do all they can to protect them. And then some people, yes, that's not on their mind. That's not on their radar. But for the, for the brave, wonderful, loving parents, <laughs> for the loving parents that exist, this is, this is their heartbeat. To protect their children, to train their children, to discipline their children, to love on their children, to give them good gifts. This is, we're invited into this whole parental dance that we have with the father too. The father will protect and defend his children. And we just have to trust in him. Trust in his authority. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. Sometimes we don't understand. Sometimes he doesn't reveal. But at times he lets us in on it. Certain things. And we just have to continue to cling to him. Cling to the Heavenly Father as we enter into this next phase, I want to say, of victory. I want us to have a mindset of victory. I want us to be full victory mode. I want us to be so filled with victory and winning, it's just boiling over. That's all we wake up in victory, we fall asleep in victory. We wake up winning, we go to bed being winners. Uh, that's that's the kind of mindset I want to get us full in the feeling because um, a part of being a good citizen is asking questions, making observations. This is it's almost been demonized as something to do. Like you're asking questions, you're making observations. You know what are you doing? You know, but this is a part of being a good citizen. This is about being a good Berean. You know, asking questions, um, seeking the face of the Most High with the different questions we have, the different different issues that we may face, and just being vulnerable and and seeking the face of seeking the counsel of the Most High. So, uh, what I'm trying to say, this is all a part of being a good resident. And of course, we have a uh, what is it? Dual passport. Okay, we have, we have dual passport right now. Soon we'll get permanently, uh, become permanent residents of <laughs> paradise. But right now we have this dual passport where we have, you know, we're, we're residents of the kingdom on the sonship. And we're also residents right here on earth because this is where we're placed. If you're breathing, you're still operating on this, on this earth. Then we're still residents here, we're pilgrims. And um, so... We, we, we represent our father, his attributes upon the earth. But bottom line, full stop. You know. And just keep keep on pressing on. Keep on pressing on loving one another. Thank you. I hope uh this was encouraging to you. I hope if anything it was just encouraging to you to trust in the Lord, you know, just I know there's a lot of noise out there, but if we just continue on in love, you know, there's many people rising up. For their dignity. Their dignity is being stripped for them. Our humanity is being stripped from us. And and there's many people around the world that say they're, they're saying, no, I don't want that for myself. I don't want that for my family. I don't want that for humanity. And they're fighting back. They're fighting back peacefully. They're fighting back with their voice. They're fighting back at the ballot box as much as they can. And that and that's very important um, for us to participate in the places that they're still happening and rising up everywhere especially places that want that freedom and they they want to have that freedom they want righteous rulers they want rulers that actually care about their best interests i know people have different style of governance but they want rulers that will give right rulings like i've said many times when the righteous take authority the people rejoice when the wicked bear fool the people mourn and they're going to be held accountable for what they've done. We all are. 
says, vengeance is mine, save the Lord. I will repay and I will judge my people. So we have to be in alignment with his will. And what is his will? That we love the Lord God with all our heart, mind, and strength. And we love our neighbor as we love ourselves. To be perfectly one with our Heavenly Father. Thanks be to the Most High. And um, I just wanted to um, thank you all for tuning in for this long. I know this was a long podcast. But there's so much happening. And it's been a while since I was able to to come on. And I'm thankful to uh, coming out of sabbatical. <laughs> coming out of a very fierce season. It's been rough. It really still is. Um, like I said in the field. There's a lot happening all around the world. And there's a lot of conditions that are painful. And I, I wanted to go back to. I mentioned this in closing. I know I'm <laughs> it's like almost like I was closing it. But. I was mentioning about a woman, if you can remember way back in the, if you had to break this down, but there was a woman who, she was, she was just so beautiful and talented and she self-destructed, meaning that what happened in her life is also getting ensnared in substances, a lot of failed relationships, um, the type of men she would attract, um, just being involved in an industry that was toxic um and like i said being involved in toxic relationships it 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 destroyed her soul and she didn't have she she didn't have that love for herself she committed suicide it's sad she lost hope and she's only i think it's uh, 45 46 years old she lost hope beautiful woman even in her uh, being in her 40s is still maintaining her beauty uh, it's just it, it's just so sad but she lost hope she couldn't see anymore anything good for herself she couldn't she couldn't feel anything good for herself anymore everything was was just dark and 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 that was her out it's not really out because you have to face the judgment of god you know for ending your life you know, and, and prematurely or something like that. You basically murdered yourself. And uh, um, you think, you know, you're getting respite. And maybe there is no respite after you do that. Ever think of that? You're trying to get rest from a weary world that has you down, hopeless, to enter into more hopelessness, uh, complete hopelessness. There's absolutely no hope. There's no comeback. You know, there's no comeback. So, there's just a mother that slaughtered her children, killed herself. I'm just saying, this happens. People are at their breaking point. But I'm here to tell you, don't lose hope. Just like in the battlefield, if you lose hope, you're done. You're done. You're, you're done. You lose hope. You don't have, oh, I'm coming home. You don't have, oh, I got this going on. Yeah, yeah, when I go home, I'm going to do this. Or when I go home, I'm going to do that. And you just imagine all this stuff and everybody's looking at you like you're crazy and you're saying you're going on a cruise and all this stuff. But it's, it's about hope. It's about hope. It's about not losing hope, not losing sight, not having faith in the substance things hope for everything's not seen. And of course, knowing that God has a purpose for you. Every life has a purpose. That's why I don't agree with slaughtering unborn children. Every life has a purpose for being here. Every life. And God's not going to stop that purpose. Many people have lived, done amazing things, and not going to escape the purpose God has for your life. Nothing. 
even if you live the most debauchery life, you turn around, trying to turn your life around, your purpose hasn't been thwarted. The most high will fulfill his purpose for you. So thank you. I hope you have a wonderful day. Shalom, peace be upon you. May peace of God, may grace, peace be yours in full measure. Thank you, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Please check out my other broadcasts also as well. There's a lot there. So please, uh, there's days to come. Continue to pray. Continue to have faith. Don't lose hope. Victory, victory, victory. That's all I want to keep in our mindset. Victory, victory, victory. Winning, winning, winning. Every day is a winning day. We're winning bigly. Stay tuned. A lot of patriots on the ground. A lot of freedom-loving folks, uh, loving folks, caring folks, uh, followers of Christ, uh, committed to being uh, followers and not fans. And we are doing the best we can, one kind act at a time. Thank you, and have a wonderful day or evening.